Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. What is going on everybody? My name is Connor Lawler. Welcome back to another week of Weird News Wednesdays. This is the Heroes for Hire podcast. We are back again talking all the strangest news stories from around the world. We talk about the news that the real news is too afraid to talk about. As always, I am joined by my partner in crime, Mr. Sean Meehan. Sean, how is it going? I'm actually great, Connor. I told you before the show started, I've been carbo-loading. And so I'm full of chicken parm at the minute. Uh, do you think we're going to do like a marathon halfway through this, sir? I, 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 <laughs> I see you've also watched the US office. <laughs> <laughs> um, Sean, how did you survive the, the blackout, as we'll call it now, of all social media? Because they're all owned by the one corporation. That's a good idea. Do you know what I did, Connor? Is I recorded a podcast and... Yeah. I'll be honest, I wasn't happy with my performance on that day. <laughs> I feel we had to get we men were, behind the ball, and we didn't. We were stressed. We were, we were stressed. stressed. So we, we, were we were talking up. about Movie Mondays, and that we, we recorded midway through it, the internet exploding, and then nothing worked, and it didn't go very well. But we powered on through, Sean. And we today's a new day. We Today's a new day. For those that don't know, we use like WhatsApp to record to talk to each other while we record this. Um, so that there's less lag <laughs> on the microphones. Well. That went well. So there was like about twenty minutes of us both being boomers trying to set up a Zoom meeting between the two of us. <laughs> What's the link? Do you have the link? Do you have the room code? I hadn't and- got into Zoom since the last table quiz I did. <laughs> and then we swore never to never to enter it again. But, I, look, the news was interesting. I think just we were just a bit fed up with the whole situation at that point. So, yeah, new, 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 new day, new us, I suppose, in terms of weird New day, new me, as I always say, Sean. Because this is the show, Connor, where you have spent the week gathering all of the weirdest news stories from around the world. Hmm. About to read them all back to me, a man too full of pasta and aged cheese to look at any weird news. For some reason, aged cheese sounded like like wrong coming out of your mouth there. I love some aged cheese. cheese. Sorry, let me me really pronounce it. Hang on. Aged cheese. Aged cheese. Okay. So, Sean, as we said, this is weird news. And we are starting this week with a story that's very similar to one that we covered last year. And it's it's a search party, Sean. And it's... A drunk oh. man who was reported missing helps in the search party for himself. <laughs> we did have a story very, very similar to this, whereas someone was in their own search party. But being drunk is a new addition to the whole thing. Mm. Yeah, and it's happened again. I didn't think it would, but it's happened somehow again. Because authorities in Turkey have been baffled after a missing person search ended with good news 
but with a strange twist, they killed him. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> According to local media, uh, Benyan Mutlu has been drinking, had been drinking with his pals in the rural neighbourhood um, in the city of Inigal. Oh, I'm, I'm mispronouncing a lot of words here, Sean. Sorry, so this um, is in Ireland, is it? Oh, stop. <laughs> it's in <laughs> Turkey. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, they reported that the 50 year old had wandered into the woodlands and never came back Sean which sparked concern amongst his friends which I think it would yeah that's a mark of good friends where they're concerned after you go missing in the woods for hours I've seen horror movies that never goes well no usually it ends up with Chris Hemsworth getting a severed head thrown at him <sighs> oh yes oh, that's true in cabin in the woods Oh, it's a good movie. It's a great it's one. Great, he's on that motorbike. He's going to save everyone. Oh, he's definitely going to save everyone. Uh, good movie. Joss Whedon's a bad dude. Let's just get yeah. that out of the way. We're getting that out of the way. Good movie, though. But good let's movie. go on. Excellent um, cast. You know, Fran Kranz was actually more ripped than Chris Hemsworth during that movie. But they had to hide it because he was the nerd? Yeah, he was like the stoner nerd dude. And so that's why he's wearing yeah. like baggy hoodies in the fucking july heat of america i'd like to, i'd like to see him be ripped more ripped than chris hemsworth now he's on that tour workout boy well yeah that tour this isn't movie mondays connor that shows a wash already <laughs> it's we're vetoing that one it's they raised the, his friends raised the alarm with the police who called in search and rescue teams from the region to help locate the missing man so, word about his disappearance spread through the neighbourhood and residents elected to join the search party in the hope that more eyes would find him faster. Makes sense. Makes A very sense. nice thing to do. More people can look in more places than one person looking in one place. That's yes. what my father taught me. <laughs> After he sent he went me into missing. the woods. <laughs> you went missing in that story. I said he did. Never same mind. joke, same joke, it's fine. He went for cigarettes, he's coming back soon, you're still on the lookout. MTV <laughs> <laughs> explained that the search and rescue teams were calling out his name repeatedly until someone in the search party called out, Who are we looking for? I'm here! <laughs> this is like, we gotta find Jim. And then, yeah. presumably, they might, they might have just been calling out Jim for a while. And then suddenly it turns around to, oh, Jim O'Neill, fa- famed so, Turkish man Jim O'Neill. <laughs> Jim o- a very good Turkish name, <laughs> Jim O'Neill. <laughs> so this man's name was Behan, and so what was happening was they were walking along shouting, Behan, Behan, where are you, kind of thing. He's in the fucking search party. Imagine the moment, right? So he's pissed drunk. Like, he yeah. doesn't really understand what's going on. We're all just fucking screaming. Like, he's just going along with the crowd. But there's a moment where even in his drunk brain, it registers. And he's like, like wait, <laughs> why are they all shouting my name? I'm, I'm here. Is Behan like a common name, I wonder? Because, cause, like, imagine trying to look for a John in Ireland. Like, oh, yeah. you, you never know. So, like, if Behan is the Turkish equivalent of John. But also... If he was piss drunk, do you think there was a part of him that realised they were looking for him and then thought about hiding? <laughs> he thought it was a hide and seek. Maybe. Or just like he was just like, or he, he realised like, oh, I, he, like he figured out the whole situation immediately. Like, oh, we're looking for me, but they don't know I'm me. Maybe I the, should the fear hide and let it. them discover me. What if I get in yeah. trouble? Yeah, the fear set in while he was drunk. And you know yeah. what that fear setting in? Oh, the fear. Oh, that old, that old oh, chestnut. No. <laughs> uh, how long do you think it took him for to call out to say, I'm here? Did, was it on the first call? Or did he re- did it register eventually and then he went, how am I going to tell them? I mean, I don't think it was the first call. Because the first call, in a search party, if you find, if if you wander into a search party, and just decide to help out. You're going to keep calling the name even if it's the same as your own, I think. The, then, the search party, by the way, we're out looking for him for four hours. <laughs> oh, that's, that's a rough... Because, yeah, because it's not like... If you, if you gave half an hour towards a voluntary search party and then you found him, 
you'd be like, oh, successful search party. After four yeah. hours, I think part of you starts to lose hope. And, and you have to, like, r- come to terms with that. <laughs> and also, that's four hours. But also, you had enough time to, like, I don't, activate isn't the right word. But, like, activate the town. As in, like, get them up and ready. Get their yeah, shoes yeah. on. Get them into the woods. Yeah, you organise the search party. Like, yeah, that's... so the search party's out for four hours. That doesn't just happen, like, within 20 minutes. There's prep time. There's prep they time have to, to a search party. They have to go through everything, line up in a line, go through the whole fucking woods. And, like, the police need to brief everyone. At the end of it, like, even when he's found, they need to... The police will probably need to be like, okay, and now it's over, and now we can all go home. But there'll be questions. There'll be, like, you have to sign your name on some shit. Like, it's a whole ordeal. Not that I've been part of many search parties in my life. Father's still missing. <laughs> Cigarettes eventually will I be I know home. exactly where he is. <laughs> He's in the grocery store. I know He's, that. He lives in Spain and he doesn't like photos being taken of. <laughs> he doesn't even have Facebook or not. He's like my girlfriend. <laughs> um, so it's not clear how um, Bay had wasn't aware his friends had reported him missing nor do local media explain how his pals didn't recognise their old friend in the search party there's another thing they're in the search party he's also in the search party yeah. do they not think well he was wearing I don't know a grey coat when he left Jeez, there's a lad over there that looks fairly similar to him wearing that grey coat. Were, were they still twisted at the time? Like, do they allow drunks to take part in a search party? Can you trust them? Can you trust a drunk person to find what you're looking for? I don't think so, because, like, I've... Not finishing that story, but... <laughs> I think that, you're like, as, like, if you're drunk, you're, you're, more, you're in more danger of getting lost... At that point. And then you yeah. have to form a different search party. There's multiple search parties going on concurrently. Where yeah. they're all finding each other. And this dude is in both of them. <laughs> he sh- he shouts his own name. Then he runs across to the other group. Yeah. And he shouts back. They're looking for him originally. And then fucking Johnny goes missing. So he moves over to Johnny's search party. And comes up to one of his friends and is being like, it's okay, we'll find him. We'll find yeah, him. Look, we'll go, like, come on, man. we're going to get through this. Yeah, <laughs> and then like the double take, like, what? <laughs> whoa, 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 what? <laughs> <laughs> um, the important thing to remember, though, is that the 50-year-old man was safe, the police escorted him home, and had to write up a report about the bizarre evening in which a man was out looking for himself for four hours at what point does he join the search party they must have just come across him and they were like and someone was like here come on we're looking for somebody <laughs> come on join up well look look many people connor many people will take pilgrimages into the woods to find themselves mm. but this <laughs> <laughs> i wanted to see where you were going but no that was a complete sentence was it that was it yeah that was that was the end of my thought okay. as it goes yeah uh, yeah, so you didn't. And how many times have you got into a forest to find yourself? Uh, never. I'm a lost soul. Oh. It's part of my oh. charm, you see. Oh, mm. very good. <laughs> a wild cat. <laughs> <laughs> and it's working for me, let me say. I wouldn't say so. Um, oh. <laughs> moving on to our next piece of news, Sean. And this, by the way, was my favourite story of the week. And oh, it, so number two. you'll understand because the headline I think might be an all-time classic, and it is: Special Ops troops hunkered down in California airport hangar after nighttime ninja attack. <laughs> what? Special, special forces troop. Special forces were hunkered down in a California airport hangar after a nighttime ninja attack. So is this like a credible threat of like, I don't think ninjas still exist, do they? Well, I think this story will work against that theory, Sean. I mean, yeah, and if ninjas do exist, their hub is definitely California. A sword-wielding man dressed as a ninja attacked several special op soldiers who were training at a California airport. 
reportedly forcing them to shelter in a hangar and inflicting inflicting minor wounds that required minor stitches. Right. Okay. Couple of things. Number one, someone having a sword and being in a ninja costume Make doesn't make does not make someone a ninja. The sword maketh the man, Sean. Second of all, <laughs> second of all, if you Google ninja, it, and this this is like, I, I've never seen such a visible example of losing track of the past. Yeah. First thing when you Google ninja is Twitch TV slash ninja. Yeah, uh, of course. You also have the ninja ironically, air fryer. I, ironically, I don't want to see him, which is, which is helpful. That's true. That's true. <laughs> and then you scroll down to about the sixth result and it's the yeah. Wikipedia page for, uh, you know, a covert mercenary in feudal Japan. And then right below that, it says Ninja Brackets Gamer. <laughs> <laughs> he gets double in the top six. He gets, he, he's, he's all over the top six. It's him he's and Air Fryers, man. Oh man, <laughs> they're all about that. So, records from the Ridgecrest Police Department seem to confirm some details in the document posted to social media late on Wednesday that said two soldiers had to receive stitches before returning to duty shot. So, right. after confirming that the incident described in the document leaked did occur, US Army Special Operations Aviation Command spokesman Fucking hell. Mad Jeff... How do you... How tired do you think he is? Every day. <laughs> he has to log in to work. Like, please input your name and title. <sighs> US Army Special Operations Aviation Command Spokesman. <laughs> Jeff Slinker. Um, which is an all-time great name, Jeff Slinker. <laughs> Don't throw him down the stairs. Said officials wow. did not have very any... Fir- <laughs> Thanks. I think <laughs> his hair gets tangled any- very often. No. Oh. <laughs> a no but. I love a good no but. <laughs> um, the soldiers' names were redacted in the post to social media, but what they were they both called them? redacted? Oh, for God's sake. <laughs> <laughs> There's an old one, but a good one. Um, one was a sergeant and one was a captain. So this ninja took out a sergeant and a captain with his, with his attack. Right, okay, so he's formidable, you would say. I'm going to read you the post that uh, came out on social media, by the way, because this made me laugh quite a lot. So, between 0100 hours and 0200 hours, um, on the 25th of September, 2021, right. um, they, they don't have, the, the names are redacted, so I'm just going to say, redacted was sitting outside of the administration building of the Hagger, at the airfield, smoking a cigarette, when an unknown person wearing full ninja garb to include a katana sword walked up to the sergeant. The person wearing the ninja garb stated, Do you know who I am? Oh. Oh, there's history here. <laughs> the sergeant replied, No. No. The unknown person then asked, Do you know where my family is? <laughs> oh. But that that like I would say the first question answers the second though. You know? If he doesn't I know think, him. I don't know how many years of military training you need to prepare yourself for the moment that you're having a cigarette, that a man in a ninja costume walks up to you. And says, do you know who I am? Which just, implies that you can see his face when you can't. He's wearing a ninja costume. How the fuck would you know who he is? I, I imagine like the sergeant like looked at his cigarette for a second and like shook his head <laughs> and threw it down, swearing never to smoke again. <laughs> never again. Because how are you expecting that? They're just at the airfield and he's just having a cigarette like on a break. And a man in a ninja costume walks up and is like, do you know who I am? And he I love is, the fact he just... Like, sorry, he's embodying the ninja, like, skill of stealth very, very broke well. broke into the airfield. Broke into an airfield and snuck right up to this man on his break. What kind of sergeant is he? Uh, God, I don't know. But I have a theory about the ninja, but I need more information before I can be sure of it. 
I mean, I think the first question is a completely out there question of do you know who, who I am? Yeah. So he's full ninja. That's going to set you on the back foot straight away. Like the sergeant doesn't know what the fuck's going on. But then to get hit with, do you know where my family is? That has a whole other level of, man, I don't even know who you are. Yeah, it gives you a whole <laughs> lot of gaps to fill in, like in the moment. Did I kidnap his family? Yeah, yeah. like are his family in trouble? Or did they like? Did they leave him? Like, <laughs> they, maybe they did. These no, are he all left them. They never even noticed them going. This is the way of the samurai. Unfortunately, yeah, you, that's, you that's forgo your family and you become married to the blade. The, the sergeant again stated, by the way, to the question of "Do you know where my family is?" The only logical way you could. No. <laughs> no, I don't. I'm sorry. Yeah, honesty. A ninja can sense lies. At this point, the person in the ninja garb went into fight stance and began to slash at the sergeant, striking his phone and his knee and his leg, Sean. So he targeted the phone so he couldn't call for help. Then the knee so he couldn't run away. Yeah. And then the leg just to... Make doubly sure he couldn't run yeah. away, or unless yeah. it was like left knee. It's a it's a downward slash, if you can imagine, front of the blade, and left <coughs> knee straight into the calf of the right leg. Oh, oh! You don't want he's that. Him, he's cutting him clean in half, man. It's, it's, <laughs> it's wild. As a man a with bi- a bad knee, I feel for him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I like how he struck the phone first. That's a modern ninja. That's a ninja that knows 21st century a technology. Ni- a ninja moves with the times. Like, yeah, uh, like, of course. What if this is a ninja transported from the past and he's had six months now of being accustomed to the modern way of living? But he still doesn't know where his family is. No, because they're they're long dead. God. And he doesn't know who he is. He can't remember. It's like Jackie Chan's Who Am I? It's the same, same but, plot. But it's called Jackie Chan's Who Am I? And <laughs> he knows. He's in the um, title. The sergeant did the only thing you would logically do at this moment. So far, the sergeant has acted completely as we all would. No, no. Oh shit, he's got a sword. Then he gets slashed. The sergeant immediately began running through the parking lot, trying to evade the unknown person. Makes sense. Fair. Absolutely fair. It's the course of action I would take myself, quite honestly. So the, I'm glad to know sergeant, I have special forces training built into me. The, sar- the sergeant jumped the fence and entered the admin building. The sergeant and the captain began locking all the doors and calling 911. The person in ninja garb was kicking and punching doors and windows, <laughs> trying to get in, repeatedly shouting, Do you know where my family is? Do you know who I am? That sounds terrifying. I think this, at this very harrowing moment in the story for the two military personnel involved, I'd like to bring up my theory. I'd like to bring up my theory about the ninja. Oh, go on. So I don't think it says it in the report, but I believe that ninja was described as being cool but rude. (laughs) And, And so, what family could he be looking for? Quite possible. <laughs> His brother's good with machines. <laughs> uh, and should they all reunite? Who yes. best to organise the celebrations yes. but Michelangelo, the party oh, dude? Shit. The party dude. But the problem here is that he doesn't have a leader. And maybe oh. that's why he's acted out here. That's true. He doesn't have good old Leonardo to keep him in line, Connor. Oh, shit. Are we Leonardo? saying. That this is Raphael. I look, what what city did this take place in again? Not New York. <laughs> Interesting. Well, that's his family's in New York. He's lost. Raphael is lost. Raphael is home alone three, lost in California. And if we've ever seen any Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles property, when they go to the surface, they put on an outfit to cover themselves. What outfit completely covers your head to toe? Ninja outfit. Ninja. Oh, damn. Trench coat. Oh, no, shit. Uh, no, he doesn't have a trench coat. <laughs> no, ninja outfit. Like, And it's night time, so you wouldn't see the big turtle shell on his back. 
Um, the unknown person left and returned a few minutes later. So he's breaking all the doors or windows with kicks and punches and his sword. He's mm-hmm. already sliced up a phone. He's asked him several times. Do you know who I am? Do you know where my family is? The captain and the sergeant of the special ops team, they haven't trained for this. No. <laughs> they've, they've killed hundreds of men. <laughs> but even they're like, nah, man, I'm, no, I'm not dealing with this fuck. <laughs> um, the, the unknown ninja eventually left. But then he came back, Sean, and he threw what is classically a ninja weapon. A large rock <laughs> through the window. <laughs> I mean, what what is a okay? Uh, let's think about this. He, what if he's trying to be non-lethal at this point? Oh. Because well, the this. rock actually hits the captain, so that's why he needs stitches. Oh, oh, right. So it's it's almost as if it was aimed at the captain. Almost as if it was aimed through a window at the captain. Yeah. Wouldn't it be mad if someone listening to this podcast was on the jury for this ninja, but because they listened to this podcast, they weren't allowed to take part in the courtroom proceedings because we've just influenced their opinion. But how have we influenced it? All we've said is I that said he's cool he room. I, I said, <laughs> Your Honour, I cannot willingly send a ninja turtle to death row. <laughs> Everyone's just like, he's not a turtle. <laughs> Your Honor, I call to the stand Splinter, Master. <laughs> and now I'd like to call my surprise witness April O'Neil. <laughs> journalist. <laughs> Everyone's like, there's no journalist called April O'Neil. <laughs> that's that's a cartoon character. <laughs> <laughs> Um, oh, see, that's exactly what the Shredder wants you to think. Maybe the Captain Shredder. Maybe the Captain Shredder, and maybe these two soldiers. Bebop quote, and Rocksteady. Bebop and Rocksteady in disguise. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Now, we could also just say this is a lunatic who dressed up as a ninja and attacked an, air sp- an airfield full of special up soldiers. Sounds like the words of Krang to me. Uh, he's at home, by the way. Now, now, to go off the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles idea, or angle, maybe a different angle. Different angle. This guy is just a lunatic who was at home and was like, well, I'm going to attack the airfield. I need to get battle ready. I need the right uniform if I'm going to go in there and sort them out. Because I don't know where my family is. I don't know who I am. But I need to find out. Yeah. I mean, he presumably... Like, he came from the family home, presumably. So, like, they might have left a note. Just just, oh, just, just in terms of, like, making it, it rational in the world. Do you want to know how many spe- special ops military members were stuck in that room or in the building that they were all locking the door behind them? Three. 26 special op military members <laughs> doing training at the airport. Would you not? Arden, like, even, even presuming they're all, like, recruits, and this is, like, week one of training, there's a sergeant yeah. and a captain. Like, you could presumably wave enough guns at the man that he'd run away. Maybe or, he locked him in the one place that had no guns. But I'd imagine there's some level of weaponry on you, surely. Right. But what if... And here's 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 what I'd do, but I'm a bit of a hero myself, is... I would challenge the samurai to some kind of duel. Oh, go on. His, his honour will not let him refuse. Yeah. While I'm fighting the samurai then, holding my own, I would... <laughs> sorry, also, sorry, said that sentence again? I, I keep saying samurai. I mean to say ninja. As but I'm also, fighting Sorry, ninja, you said holding your own? Holding my own. Holding my How own, many times have you practised... <laughs> You're, you've seen enough Star Wars. You kind of get the gist. I've, I'm making the noises with my mouth, correct? Of course, uh, of course. And so all of my co- comrades escape. They run past. Mm. And then I teleport behind him and say, nothing oh. personal, kid. And then snap his neck. 
in one swift move so as not to cause pain. I like the nodding personal kid. You want to have a final line before the death? I want him to know. Like, I just want my brothers to get out of there. I'll, I'll be honest with you. If this was a movie, he would be the hero turning up and the special ops wouldn't go get a gun. They'd all go get, like, swords and it'd be a 26v1 fight scene with him in the middle of the airfield. And he's just batting them away. He's just, like, yeah. flipping and shit. Or, like, or no, yeah. it's it's, like, old Luke Skywalker. Like, he stays perfectly still. And he just dodges all around and makes them all stab each other to death. <laughs> and then I come in and I teleport Sorry, behind him. <laughs> just really quickly, how, where do you... T- <laughs> where did you develop these teleportation powers? See, it's actually... It's, it's actually. Have you seen The Prestige? Yes. It's that kind of situation. So I have an identical oh. double that we share a life. And right. so... In this attack, he's also waiting in the wings. Somehow um, this plot got more convoluted. The longer we talk, tried to explain the plot. See, I, as the instigator of the duel, I got to pick the location and I chose the big trapdoor that was disguised. <laughs> and so we, we're dueling. I trap. I throw a smoke bomb. Trapdoor yeah, activates. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the big crane winch pulls the double up. I'll be honest with you, it makes me laugh that you think a smoke bomb is going to fool this ninja. It's a fully trained ninja you're fighting. His eyes are accustomed to the sewers, though. I've seen Batman Begins. These lads are trained for this kind of situation. Oh, it's a different kind of smoke bomb, though. Oh, right, different kind of ninja. (laughs) Because he's a turtle. Exactly, yeah. So it's... What's the natural predator of a turtle, actually? Hair. Hair? What? Yeah, the turtle and the hair. Oh! Right. Well, it was a tortoise and a hair, but whatever. It's close enough. It was no. pretty close. To- wow, You Connor. just said you were going wow. to teleport. Okay. Wow, it's close <laughs> enough. Okay. <laughs> so racist, the turtles. Fucking speciesist over here. <laughs> We're going to move on to a different Oh, yeah, kind of now species. we move on. <laughs> we have to move on before you start bringing up nothing personal, kid, again. <laughs> <laughs> a Korean man is being inundated with over 4,000 calls a day. I saw this. After his phone number was used in the Netflix hit show Squid Game, Sean. Have you watched Squid Game? I have seen Squid Game, yes. Isn't it class? Isn't it class? <laughs> and... First thing I thought after watching that show, God, I must give that number a ring. Yeah, but yeah. it's a poor Korean man who gets 4,000 calls a day, which I don't know what the number is like on that. But, I mean, also, um, it it got ruined, though, because a presidential candidate in South Korea offered to buy the number off the man for $85,000. That's what I was going to say. You could auction that off and someone will just use it and... I, I was thinking like they'd set up a business. Like, and it was just like, buy mattresses here. But presidential candidate totally makes sense. But do so you want to be associated with, with that? Squid Game? Not, not even the show, the, squid, the very successful Netflix show Squid Game. But Could you explain Squid Game, by the way, to anyone who hasn't seen it? So Squid Game is basically... Um, Hunger Games? No, kind of like hunger. It's voluntary hunger games for people who are severely in debt. Uh, that's pretty much it. Um, there's also a very good anime called Kaiji Ultimate Survivor, which is it's gambling to get out of your problems, but gambling for the enjoyment of other people, shall we say? Um, but it's quite it. The the whole story kicks off, basically, you ring this number that's on a business card and you have the chance to sort out all of the problems in your life through a shady corporation. Now, as a presidential candidate, <clears throat> would you want to be associated with that corporation in any because way? Because that, that corporation in the show, and I don't know, this isn't a spoiler, they're not great, Sean. They are not great. They're not great. It's the old adage of it's too good to be true, I would yeah, say. Yeah, the idea is that you get like 200 people. Actually, there's 456 people. 
Yes. And they bring them all in. They're all in debt. And for every single game that they... There's six games. And for every game that you survive, more money gets added to the pot. And eventually it gets up to like $38 million. Yeah. Um, and so I think it's like 400 billion won or something i don't know what it's 45.6 billion won is the, okay. the the big total yeah and so that it translates to uh 38 million dollars and so the idea is that if you could survive then the 38 million dollars gets spread amongst all the people that are still alive at the end because the games are very childish it's red yeah. light green light you would say it's easy to, they're easy, easy games Simple. easy peasy um, the problem is that if you get them wrong, or you do something wrong, say red light, green light, you're doing. It says green light. You go. Yeah. You it's, it says red light. You stop, but you maybe fall a little bit or like just stumble slightly. You move. You get shot you in break the head. The rules. You're you're eliminated from the game. Yes, and say. by eliminated, you're eliminated from life. <laughs> you're eliminated from all games going forward. Yeah. And so, in the show, you have to call a number to get involved with the game. Um, And this poor man has the same number. And so, he is being inundated with the most popular show on Netflix. The phone number is being rang constantly throughout the day. How many many minutes are in a day? So, 4,000 phone calls a day. (laughs) But there's probably a lot more calls being made. It's just it can't get through because another call is coming in. It's constantly going all the time. Yeah. I mean, at what stage, if you've had that number forever, do you just give up? I See, I used to have a track record. I used to just burn my phone number every time I got a new phone. Like I do would, you? I used to. I don't do it anymore because, like, I, 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 it's, a has, it's more of a hassle now. But when I was, like, 12 and knew about 16 people, it didn't matter to me. i just get mm. news. Because this was the time when SIM cards used to be massive. And they'd shrink every couple of years. So I used to just get new sims and just throw them in. Um, to answer your question, there is 1,440 minutes in a day. Right. So that's three calls a minute. Pretty much, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so every I would 20 just turn seconds. my phone off. Every 20 seconds he gets a call. Now he says he's had that number for 10 years and it was linked with his business. Oh... Oh, no. (laughs) Okay, what if... Is there a way to just... What if you divert all your calls? Oh. To the local police station. (laughs) (laughs) Because then you're a snitch, though. You don't want to be a snitch. That's very true. That's very true. Okay, what if you divert all your calls to a different phone and leave that phone on silent... Interesting. Interesting. You're not just really solving the problem, just moving it to a different phone. Then you gift that phone to someone. Then you gift that phone to the director of Squid Game. Would they not have checked the number in production? Makes sense. You would have just picked a random fucking series of numbers. Yeah, because like, if someone... A lot of the time if someone's making a TV show or a movie and they mention a website, they will buy that website... Just yeah. so that it, they can like redirect it to the production company or whatever like that. But to not check the phone number of... Now look, they didn't know it was going to be as successful as it was, is the thing. So I kind of get it. But also, like when we were in college, we had to make short films and shit. And we, we were made to check the number on those. No, I never did. I just always put in Yeah, thanks for that, bud. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, find your number. Don't worry, nobody's seen them. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but previous next the, the like next group of first years got shown. Oh them. yeah. Oh boys, they were like, "Don't do this. <laughs> Whatever the fuck you do." See this? They fucked up. All right, <laughs> fucked up. Uh. Um, I think uh, the news is that the director or the show itself is trying to buy this new number off the man. So. I mean, that just makes the most sense. He could probably make like $100,000 out of this if he wanted. Oh, yeah, an extortionate amount of money. Um, I feel good for that director, though, because he was apparently working on that for years and years and years and no one would buy it off him. Yeah. Uh, And then it's the most popular thing Netflix has ever put out. (laughs) It's pretty good. Did you watch it uh, subtitled or don't? Subtitled, yes. Apparently both are bad. 
there's two subtitle tracks. So one is like the direct translation of the English dub, and one is a an English subtitling of the Korean dialogue. And I watched the one that's the English subtitling of the Korean dialogue. I liked it. I don't feel I had a lesser experience because of that. Yeah, but I you see the problem is that I can't read and also can't hear and also can't concentrate. So I just had someone else watch it and scream the plot to me. Sounds good. Right. Doesn't know. <laughs> Fair enough. God, you you were fairly intimate with all the details there for someone who had the plot screamed at him. It's credit to you. I really, really. tried I really try to keep up. I really want to know all the ins and outs of it I wanna, all. I want to be hot on the pulse of any yeah, of what, of media. What's good. <laughs> what's, good? what's good in the world these days? <laughs> I always walk in like and finger point and just like, what's good, everybody? What's going on? And then everyone has to give me the hot scoops, Sean. Every you time know, I walk Black Sails that finished in 2017. Really yeah. good show. <laughs> no, it's too late. 2017, oh. ages ago. I'm way oh. past it, Sean. I'm on the next hot scoop. <laughs> Wait. Okay. Uh, then there's a show called Young Just. Well, it's a, it's quite an old show, actually. No, probably no, no, like that's it. shit. Shit. I'm moving <laughs> on. <laughs> um, shall we move on to our next piece of news? And this is an artist loaned eighty four thousand dollars by museum returns two completely blank canvases. Do you know I saw this as well, and I was like, Connor's going to bring this up, and I formulated Absolutely. a thought on this story. Oh, <clears throat> this dude's a dickhead. <laughs> fuck that is a strong stance how so Sean because his rationale was that it it was kind of a protest thing about how artists are underpaid but he was given 84,000 quid that's probably overpaid to be honest that's like that's a couple of years salaries for a lot of people you know that it's just an arsehole move for no reason uh, but the museum, I I feel, because the museum put it on display after they put the empty canvases on display. But apparently, they're still going to sue them for the yeah, money. But I but then they're having their cake and eating it too. So are they both in the wrong? That's it. They're benefiting from the publicity gained from him doing this. Yeah, um, and arguably, this has gotten him more recognition than presenting two masterful paintings would have done. But will anyone ever pay him again? That's the thing. And now is he just going to be known for these weird stunts that he pulls? I would do... Like, if someone gave me 84000 for one fucking job, I would do the job that they thought I was going to do. <laughs> See, that's your problem, Sean. You're not about the big bucks. you got to hold out for a hundred grand. That, I ain't doing nothing for a grand. I'm like, not getting out of bed. And and I'm all about like paying creatives and like paying, but but this dude was getting paid by a museum who like to be fair like they don't have infinite funds either. They're a lot of the time subsidised by the government who have their eye on different things. Right. Ah, oh, it's no podcast. That's all I'll this, say. This I'll tell you something. This is the strongest I've ever heard. you heard you feel about something. This is what I get when I get a week to think of something, like to have an opinion on something, and not just, oh, well, fucking, this is this a mad story. Well, oh, she was drinking bear piss, <laughs> and there was a forest fire. Oh, I think I peaked at bear piss, to be fair. I think that we all tipped our cap to bear piss. Oh, no. Our cap full of um, piss. The Danish artist was loaned $84,000 by a museum to incorporate into recreations of two of his pieces turned into a pair of blank canvases and said that they were a new artwork entitled Take the Money and Run. That's what he called the artwork, Sean. Um, Jen, Jens Hanning um, was given the cash alongside a further €6,000 in banknotes, if required, to recreate his previous works. Um, this was also on top of the two and a half, or three grand that he was paid for the work as, as an artist's fee. Okay, and look, look, and the world of art and, like, creativity and expressing yourself, all great. But, like, that's an absolute breach of a contract, is what he's just done. I mean, he said it's a new piece of artwork, though, Sean. But he was hired to recreate two of his paintings that he's already done. Yeah, and that's a new recreation. He has a new idea for them. I'd like to look up the the definition of recreation. 
Fun. <laughs> and he had fun. Oh, didn't we all have fun with this story? Like, but I, he's, I, I don't, and look, I, I haven't read anything. I haven't read his response or anything like that. But I know he's smug about it. And that winds oh, me yeah. up. Um, I mean, he says the idea behind was to show how salaries can be used to measure the, measure the value of work and to show national differences within the European Union. But by changing the title of the work to Take the Money and Run, Hanning questions artists' rights and their working conditions in order to establish more equitable norms within the art industry, Sean. That's all well and good, but you can't keep that 84 grand then. Yeah, you have to give it back. You have to get like because that's that's ju- that's just thievery, like at that point. And and he'd have more of a solid ground to stand on if the museum hadn't hung it up. Like I, I feel <laughs> I that's fucking by the ridiculous. Way, his, his last line is the work is that I have taken their money. It's not theft. It is breach of contract, and breach of contract mm-hmm. is part of the work. Oh shit! No, you can't just write something. No, you can't say, "Oh, murder is a part of my art form." That's that's it's still illegal. (laughs) David Blaine's a the Zodiac killer wrote lovely poems. (laughs) You are you are very emotionally into this shot. How do you feel? Really, tell us. It's just such an arsehole move because, like, to. If he's protesting salaries, like, why not just... Like, a better protest would have been to outsource that work to 20 other artists and, like, pay them from the 84 grand. Theodore. Yeah. That would do more to help those artists and get them more expo... It's a terrible word. Exposure more. than just giving them an empty canvas, man. Like I think that's art, Sean. I I get that's, you probably no. just don't get. That's no, the thing. It's, a, it's not art. It's a stunt. No, I get. No, you don't get because you're not with the it. kids. I'm I, I'm going. What's what's hip and happening? I always walk in and say that. You know that about me. This is hip and happening. But you can't just breach a contract <laughs> for art. Like you can't just what break the, crack? the law. No, no. What about for the crack though? Like, how would you feel if? <laughs> If we had arranged to do this show, yeah, and and we had said like, you know, oh, we'll watch this movie. This isn't a good example, actually. Uh, Go for it. We watched this movie in advance, and then one of us turned up and hadn't watched the movie. I'd be heartbroken, but I'd I'll also forgive too. you because I think it'd be a laugh, be a crack. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I just ah, uh, I. I don't think that, that that does not show any talent on the artist. It just shows uh, brazenness, I suppose. It's like, do you know the memes? Where this is a, that, what a boomer sentence for Sean to start, Here start with. Here we go. You know Sean, I think you are a boomer. I'm definitely a boomer. I don't know how yeah, anything yeah, works yeah. anymore. Yeah. I told you, I deleted TikTok because it scared me. Uh, it, it's, it's a very scary place. Now YouTube shorts I can get behind, but that's weird too. <laughs> get out of my feed, YouTube shorts. I don't like it. I don't, it's addictive. Though. Nobody, nobody's ever gone through them. I, I would never do it. But oh, you see, I'm I, a lunatic, though. You know, Instagram and has all yeah. those stories. I never clicked into one story. I don't care you? about everybody else. <laughs> I don't want to know what's going on in your life. I want the main <laughs> features of the feed. Either. But, uh, oh no, my saying? laptop's gonna die, Sean. Oh Hang no, on. oh no, I'll never finish my thought. Now, last time Keep you plugged going. in your laptop, your camera died. So let's see what happens. <laughs> oh, here we go. Okay, is it in? We is ap- it in? We ap- we appear to still be okay. Oh no, I didn't plug it in the far end. Oh, <laughs> Technical no. difficulty, it's, Sean. It's not Carry in at the, the wall. Show. It's not Carry in the at the show. wall. Okay, fine. <laughs> Work away. You do your thing there. Um, so, listeners, <laughs> what I was saying is that. Someone just showing up with two empty canvases. It doesn't show off their skill as an artist. And it's like the memes where the kid is like, give an example of a risk. And the kid just writes this. And it's like, oh, top marks. But those memes are fake. And so... I've I've come back to boober talk with Sean. <laughs> it's my new segment on this show. 
Um, You're going to start telling everyone how you were so sad last night, or the night before, sorry, when um, Facebook died. <laughs> oh man, I, I had so many minions. minions. So many minions. <laughs> I, don't, oh, I think I might, but I think we might be boom. We might as well be boomers to like, what are they called, fucking zoomers now or something? Oh, the camera's my, gone! My camera oh, the just camera's gone! <laughs> that is so weird! <laughs> Why does it always happen when you plug things in? We'll power through, it's fine, but... I'll just look at that Google profile picture you have and oh, it's be a good rocking. One. It's, it's a good one. Oh, um, one of the best. Sean, look, here's the thing. I have no idea what's going on, but we need to we need to move on to our next story because Florida woman has struck. And it's only a oh. small story, but it really caught my eye because I have shirtless Florida woman tries to rob stores with body spray. Oh, so you're saying... <laughs> here. This is a joke for our North American listeners. Uh, was she an axe murderer, Connor? <laughs> no. <laughs> get it? Um, no, I, I get it. I get the links between that joke and, and the product. Oh, very good. Oh, very um, good. <laughs> investigators say a shirtless woman, armed with body spray, tried to rob two stores in Florida. She did not succeed. So 53-year-old Laurie Oaks... Um, was arrested last week or on Monday. Deputies said Oaks drove up to a McDonald's drive-thru in Bonita Springs, pulled out a bottle of body spray perfume and tried to rob the place, stating, I'm going to set fire to everything. Give me all the money you have to the the worker in the drive-thru window. Right. So it's like a a body spray and a lighter... Give a flamethrower no, 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 no. kind of effect. No, sorry. It, it, the lighter's never mentioned. She just has oh. body spray. And she assumes she'll pick up a spark from somewhere. Just <laughs> between them. The man, the man, the boy working in the window and her. Do you know what? This is, okay, here's a story. So, I we were at PE once. And we were in the changing rooms beside the field. And one of the lads in the class sprayed a like a woolen glove with like Link's body spray and oh, then set go. it on fire yeah. while he was wearing it. And yeah, smart. It's smart, but I was like, the glove would have gone up anyway, surely, because it was made of wool. So I don't think the Link's added anything other than to freshen <laughs> the room. I've got this big ple- piece of wood <laughs> sprayed it with Link's lads. <laughs> Wait till you see this. <laughs> Wait till I put this Link's over this can of petrol. It's going to go up. <laughs> Fuck it, lads. It's the links. Um, so she says, I'm going to set fire to this whole place. Not a, near, not a lighter in sight, Sean, but she's got the body spray, so she's halfway but there. It's an older car. It's an older car, yeah. Connor, and she had pushed in the little thing to light cigarettes. Oh. Yeah. Oh, shit. No. So I don't know if you could set a flamethrower to that. Ah, oh, have you ever touched one of those? Yes, everyone has. It's and hot, never again. Connor. It, that it, that it. it. It can light paper, so it can surely yeah. light aerosol. Mm, yeah, but how are you going to... I think you need an open flame to like spray I, the aerosol to, for it to go as a flamethrower. No, see, I think the aerosol catches fire and then that propels the rest of the aerosol into flame. That's not how it works. You can see me, but I can't see you, so I don't know <laughs> if any of this is landing. I can tell you, I can see you, it's not. All <laughs> right. Right. Oh, you can see that I don't believe in what I'm saying. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. The, the, the worker dr- closed the drive through window. <laughs> Shields activate. <laughs> is, there a more, is there a bigger hit to the confidence when you're like, you drive up to the window, I'm going to set fire to this whole thing. Give me all the fucking money you have. And just slowly, this probably 16-year-old just closes the window on you. And, like, I was going to say, like it wasn't enough to deter her, apparently, because this is only the first aerosol robbery that this woman commits. Well, she left without any cash. So and she had been filed by a window. She would no chicken nuggies either or any happy meals. So she had left and she was... She was in. She was in a bad way, Sean. Um, she her it was no success on the first go, but that did not mean that she had to give up. Because if at first you don't succeed, try and try again. Because fifteen minutes later, deputies said Florida woman Oaks 
tried to rob a nearby Circle K gas station, shirtless and armed with the same bottle of body spray perfume. Again, she walked up to the counter and said, I'm going to rob this whole place, waving around the bottle of body spray, to which the guy at the (laughs) counter told her to leave. (laughs) Please, just just get out of here. We We don't want to deal with this today. Now... I feel it's more of a threat in a Circle K because you could grab one of the cigarette lighters that they sell at the till. Yeah. Yeah? And then you have a a full-on weapon. Or you could... If you... This is a very strange question and I'm sure you probably know it, Sean. Um, Body spray Mm -hmm. and you go outside to the petrol tanks or the diesel tanks, you spray that. Is there anything happening or nothing? You need an open flame there for any sort of chemical reaction. You need, you do need a flame, I believe. Hmm. Now, what are those tanks made of but metal? So if oh. you could get, say, a piece of flint, right, and start striking that off one of the petrol tanks. Yeah. Have that catch, light all the petrol on the ground on fire. Then oh, you get the aerosol, spray it at that, and now you've got mobile fire. And you just go up and... I would target the microwave popcorn myself... Just for the comedy value of things. Um, I think what we're forgetting here is that this is Florida woman. So there was no planning involved. Her, she had been filed 15 minutes before. She had no time to rethink the strategy. The strategy was set. She had a can of body spray and she had big dreams. And that's all she felt she needed. That's true. And like, I would wager that had the original robbery, had there been fire involved... That absolutely ends with Florida woman's car burning down. (laughs) And like the McDonald's being fine. John, I have one final Florida man story and I have to get to this because um, we're we're kind of running out of time. But also, I didn't get to this last week because we were talking about bear piss. And so... Well, look, that's no one's fault. I've brought it back this week because I think this is the Florida man story for, I'd say, probably the month of October. And that is, Florida man accused of trying to trade car to dealer he stole it from the previous day. I mean, confidence (laughs) will get you anywhere, but that's taking the piss a little bit. A man walks into a car dealership wishing to trade the vehicle he drove up in for a new one. Happens all the time, right? Good article. But when Mm. the man is a Florida man, things get more interesting. According to the news, Sean, and some other Florida outlets, police in Jacksonville responded to Lake City Chrysler Dodge Jeep, where the scene above played out, as it does every day. But this time, it was different. Sean, that's a lot of words. When the dealership's (laughs) sales staff logged the the VIN on the man's trading, they discovered that the car had been stolen from the very dealer, that very dealership, just days prior. <laughs> he didn't even change anything on the. <laughs> so it's like fresh in their memory. <laughs> it was that same week. So say this was a Thursday. The car had been stolen on the Monday, and then he drove it back, tr- trying to trade it in for a different car. But what what was wrong with the car he had? Because he had stolen a pretty good car, by all accounts. Well, here's the thing. He wanted a new car shot. And so he'd stolen this car, but just to get on the property ladder. Now he's wheeling and dealing his way up the ladders. Because he wants a cooler car. But you'll get less for a trade-in, though. If you want a better car from a trade-in, you'll have to contribute some money yourself. Right. But what if he had money with him? It's not said, but maybe he brings this car, he gets 20 grand back. Then he only needs to spend five grand to get a better car. Whereas he stole this one from zero. He's already in profit. If anything he gets. I don't think... But, 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 but... I, I don't think he's getting 20 grand though on the trade-in, is he? I mean, it's only days old. <laughs> it's true. Fresh off the lot. It's uh, fresh off the lot, lads. It's like, no, I only live five minutes. Because surely they could see, like, the the... the, the the, the gauge on it be like, oh, this car has driven two kilometres since we last saw it. The camera's back! Yes! <laughs> <laughs> Just in time. Hi, Sean. Hi, Connor. It's good to see you. Uh, <laughs> like, surely it would show, like, the car had driven two kilometres or so since it had been stolen. <laughs> yeah. 
But like, how was he to know it had been stolen? Because Florida Man's story was that he didn't know that the car was stolen. He had been given it to by his friend the day before, but then subsequently decided he wanted to trade it in that day, just randomly off the top of his head. It's an iron tight argument. Um, mm. I'm sure he came up with himself. The the thing about it is like. Why would you trade it? Like, that's looking a gift horse in the mouth, is trading in a free <laughs> yeah. car. If you've stolen the free car, well, it's not free, you've stolen it. But yeah. if you've got a stolen car that you've stolen from the lot, surely you drive it to a different lot. And then, when they check the number, and they go, oh, this was meant to be in this car dealer. Oh, they probably just didn't update the system. I brought, I bought it a few days ago. Surely um, you sell it online. Yes, like, with no paper trail. Yeah, you go on like a local car selling website and what you do is you don't put in the exact details because the police are going to be looking for the exact details on any car sale websites. Mm. So you put it like say it's a Ford Focus, you call it a Ford Fiesta. I feel like you've done this before. No, I just I'm just I'm just incredibly smart. <laughs> <laughs> are you? Why no. are you going to start showing it? <laughs> I know. Oh, any day now. I'm due for one. <laughs> due for a good idea. So I, I think my favourite... Go on. No, I was just I was going to say, I've had multiple dreams where I've committed crimes. And no way. I, yeah, yeah. And, I've dra- and I don't dream. So anytime this happens, I'm like fully convinced, like, oh, no, this is happening. Uh, yeah. And in the dreams, there's always someone gets dragged into it, be it like my, you or like my girlfriend or my brother. And... The main thing I'm worried about is, oh, they're going to be really mad at me for getting them dragged into this crime. <laughs> that someone needs to message us in about what's a, who's a dream expert. Is can mean? someone analyze my dreams and just tell me how what fucked my brain is? <laughs> you're not stressed about the crime. You're stressed about how it's going to affect those around you. I think so. Yeah, because I'm like the crime has happened in my mind. Mm. You You've know? already committed the murder. Well, who's to say who committed the murder? Like it has, yeah. it has gotten to that. But like, I have dreamt that I have committed a murder, and other people okay. have gotten dragged into it. I mean, I think you need to start seeing so. Maybe <laughs> if you're if you're dreaming that you're murdering people all the time, no, I think that's a bad luck. It's not on the regular. It's just every year or so this dream crops up. Oh, every year. Okay, every year that's on the regular. Enough. Yeah, yeah. As if I remembering I, something. I don't dream. <laughs> I'm the opposite of Martin Luther King. I I just don't I, dream. I don't have a dream. Well, I don't have a dream. Literally, I do not. Um, yeah. I, I mean, if you could tell turtles and tortoises apart, that would be a, a pretty good start. All my dreams already came true, Sean. You know what I mean? Because oh, of this um, podcast, of course. of course. I never said that. That's actually... <laughs> no, it was all inferred. It was all inferred in your tone of voice and the look you <laughs> the gave. The best compliments me. are those that are inferred. <laughs> my camera's off again, Sean. <laughs> no, I've, I, I've done a crude sketch and it's stuck on the front of my laptop. <laughs> and it's you saying, um, thank you, good job. <laughs> good job, Sean. Well done. Um, Sean, I think that's it for this week's Weird News. I think that might be it. Sorry I dragged it off the rails at the end there. But That's absolutely fine. It's a good week. I feel that makes up for Monday yeah. and then some. Well, I wouldn't say that. Okay, fair enough. So, uh, <laughs> good job. <laughs> Connor. <laughs> good job, Sean. <laughs> would you like me to take us out? <laughs> yes, please. Thank you, everyone, for listening to this episode of Weird News Wednesday. We will be back on Friday with Hero or Zero, Monday with Movie Mondays, and next Wednesday with one more episode of Weird News Wednesday. Big thank you to everyone who supports us over on Patreon. Patreon, oh, oh, you're giving me a look. Give me you a said look you said one more. Is that the last one? No, there's just one more. Oh, like like you, like you said it in a way that's like, oh, this is the last one. Like this is the finale. No, but like I'll 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 I have one more week until the next weird news. Then hmm. not as not as gripping. <laughs> thank you for tuning into the finale of weird news. <laughs> oh uh, no. <laughs> Big thanks to the patrons. Waffles, your grand, but with the following students, please see the principal after school. That's a genius name, by the way. Uh, yes. Kira Lawler, David Clark, Ed Ball, Joe Burney, Roisin Shrodoshin, Halley, Ryan Wrighttime, Evanson, Sean, Heroes Don't Do That, Jameson, Dominic, Josiah, Florida Gal Green, 
Anna, Team Irish Walrus Camrus. Little Dickie, on the day the boys were asked to sing, the one sang with a great rock voice while the other rambled as if he was stoned. Danny McLaughlin, Ray, I can't believe Wanda did this, and Sammy DeLucia. Thanks everyone for the continued support, we do appreciate it. Hope you all enjoyed the Mighty Ducks review that we did over on Patreon. Um, it was a good laugh about a film we had different experiences with growing up as children. An absolute uh, so classic! It's an absolute movie. And so if anyone wants to listen to that, that's available there. $5 or more a month, you get access to that. We'd also appreciate whatever podcast platform you're listening on. Do give us a like and a share and a review and whatever else you can do on those. That's always a big help. Twitter is at Heroes for Hire Pod. The four is the number four. Facebook is Detective Divilment's Discussion Group or Heroes for Hire Podcast. Instagram is Heroes for Hire Podcast. But the best way you can ever help out the show is by telling one human being that we exist. Just the one. Please. And Please. I think that's about it, Connor. So I've been Connor Lawler. I've been Sean Min. And we shall see you next week, guys. Bye. Bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Here's a question for the marketers listening. Want to find that perfect customer beyond the world of scrolling, swiping, and searching? Here's a secret to make sparks fly. Smooth talking with podcast ads. With Acast, you can reach millions of listeners who'll be hanging on your every word. On the train to work, in the gym, or waiting in line for coffee. Start up the conversation with podcast listeners anywhere and everywhere. And they're looking for love. 60% of listeners have a higher trust in brands they've met on podcasts compared to social. Get closer to your audience. Make podcast ads with Acast. Head to go.acast.com slash closer to get started.